Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. Barca are breaking down. I want to go hide in a hole. <laughs> I'm. My name is Adam. I'm here with you. What's up, guys? An awful, awful result of this second leg Europa League game against Frankfurt. I am just astounded with the poor performance. Uh, you know, we put dude, out. it wasn't the result that was awful. It was all awful, man. <laughs> Did you see how many Frankfurt fans were in the mm-hmm. stadium? Something like thirty thousand were at the stadium. Just looked like it was like a like it looked like the Europa League final that was played on a common ground and equal amounts of fans could come in. That's how shameful it was to see so many, I guess, local Barcelona supporters sell their season tickets. Really embarrassing, but I I think a lot of people are using that as kind of a a way to get away. I mean, of course, Laporta needs to figure out how to prevent this from happening from making sure that those who are selling their tickets don't have a chance if we really want to grow in the next few seasons and compete for European titles because I I saw a stat earlier about our our recent uh, home European leg competitions. 0-3 versus Juventus. Uh, 1-4 versus PSG. 0-3 Bayern Munich. Uh, 1-0 win against Dynamo Kiev. 0-0 against Benfica. 1-1 against Napoli. (laughs) 0-0 against Galatasaray. And then 2-3 against Frankfurt. So clearly, there's a lot of stuff going wrong at home. uh, But the atmosphere isn't all of it, right? I mean, when you just take a look at how the team played, I know we clawed back at the end in like the last... 10 minutes of the game were exciting and we finally started to create something but overall it's it's without a doubt to me that frankfurt were the better team over the full 180 minutes for sure i think you know did that penalty call in the second minute against eric garcia was it soft yes was the second goal an amazing shot that most of the time that you know a player will sky over regardless of who it is yes but at the end of the day uh they just outplayed us for sure and Again, the international break just totally screwed us, dude. I don't know what it is about the team, whether it's the fact that, you know, all of the minutes this season caught up with Busquets, with Jordi Alba, whether it's the fact that, you know, teams have now had four to five to six months of Xavi and start to understand how to defend him properly because hats off to Frankfurt. They played an amazing game defensively. Uh, And, you know, talking about overloaded minutes, Pedri got hurt at the end of the first half, is now going to be out for what's probably the remainder of the season. I mean, no matter how you look at it, everything just seems so bad. And and we're starting to kind of come back to reality after that, you know, torrid and just amazing uh, February and March where we beat Atletico, Valencia, uh, Real Madrid, of course, 4-0 at the Bernabeu. And I thought we were done with this. Use. I thought we were done <laughs> well, making listen. these videos after these European losses. Yeah, but right? we did one after Roma. Uh-huh. <laughs> we did one after Anfield. We did one after the eight-two against Bayern Munich. We did one after we didn't get out of groups and got dropped into the Europa League. And I just, I, I had that glimmer of hope. And it's not to say I want to be one of those reactionary people who's now saying Javi out like you were trying to text no, me. Oh my god, I did uh, not I'm say that. I'm just kidding about that. But it's not like you know I want to say that we our season's over or that well it is over. But not that like you know the season's a failure because clearly we've we've improved a lot and sure. clearly there are still those gaping holes in our team that we have to fix and we have to get in more right and left backs, more defenders. We have to get you know probably someone up front who can be clinical against this type of defense. But it just feels so bad, you. So take it away. <laughs> I had my little rant, guys. I'm sorry, but I'm sure all of us are sharing almost every one of those thoughts. I mean, look at it. Th- I mean, here's the thing, <laughs> no. We had, we were so damned, right? With Dest uh-huh. injured, only being able to come in for a half. 
with Danny Alves not signed up for the <laughs> Europa League, we basically had to choose okay. like whether we want to like cut out one of our eyes or cut off our tongue. Okay, right? okay, we had to okay. choose who do we start? Slow down, Linguesa as right Slow back, or do we start here. Clement Langlet as center back? <laughs> this is the state of what we had to choose, and so I'm frustrated. And we chose Linguesa, and clearly we chose wrong. But Langlet just allowed a penalty again uh, last week at the in La Liga, and mm. so. <sighs> okay, take a deep breath and let's backtrack a little bit. Yes, I totally agree with you okay. on all fronts. Barcelona cannot perform in your European uh, competitions, right? As you said, we have gone have a terrible record. We can't win away or at home hardly, if the, if at all, right? Against uh, Dino Kiev, which was one zero. But let's backtrack here and let's you know grab some bearings, right? We came out in this game, which you just mentioned, and talking about the starters of the game, right? We had Oscar Mangueza, a player we hardly see play, a player who has done poorly when he comes in as a right back starting for this team. Then on top of that, we have. Um, Arajos Eric Garcia <laughs> pulled down that guy in the box in the second minute. I mean, we have been we were the original Eric Garcia uh, haters because of his True. defense. We've learned to slowly get more positive about him because he has been improving. Mm -hmm. And I don't again. That's what's so frustrating about having to do these reactionary videos after every game is that good. He's doing good. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, he got a penalty last game. He got a penalty in this game. We got four penalties <laughs> in the last two games against us. You just you can't do that and hope to to compete for titles yeah but uh, sorry no please. you're okay i think i've gotten almost <laughs> let me just think if there's any other takes i want to splurt out of here before i give it to you um i mean dude Aubameyang again just didn't look that good i felt like when we put in memphis to pie he added a different element in terms of his hold up play and his threat and i just felt like we kind of for the last two or three games have just been holding on to Aubameyang for too long and we're seeing you know, the struggle with a player like Aubameyang, like he's one of those strikers, it's kind of like Suarez back in the day where he couldn't defend and, you know, especially in the last season or two where his connecting play wasn't that good. It's like, well, if he scores, you know, you're so happy, but if he doesn't, he really, his, uh, his vulnerabilities are shown on the pitch so much and we just saw that again today and... There you go. You okay, <laughs> okay, let's get back to the midfield here. Um, we started with Gavi, right, instead of having FDJ in. So he was it was with Pedri yeah. and Busquets. That, in my eyes, first off, number one mistake. Um, and then we had in the front Aubameyang, Ferran Torres, again, who hasn't, both of those two haven't performed very well, uh, not scoring a lot of goals, not creating a lot, especially against Frankfurt in the first leg, very silent. Um, although uh, Ferran Torres was the one that scored the goal to make the draw. And then we had Dembouz, right? So... Overall, I think there were two major mistakes in this lineup, and we came out and we saw the deficiencies in the team, right? Like, you already said, Eric Garcia got that yellow we got uh, and the uh, penalty, and then we also had Gavi get an early yellow, and so he, both of those players had to play in a style in which they couldn't be fouling. Otherwise, right, we go down one man, uh, and then we're in trouble. And we were in trouble the whole match here. Uh, Dembele was making a lot of great attempts on the right wing, but it seemed like, to me, we couldn't move up the He front. was fired up, dude. I was... Uh -huh. Dude, Dembele, after they scored that first goal, looked like a man on fire, at least for the, mm -hmm. the another 20 minutes in that first half. I was 
so proud of Dembele, seeing him there trying to, you know, get everyone riled up. But I think where you're going is that they just stopped Dembele. Mm -hmm. and once they, they did something so good defensively, right? Dembele was clearly our biggest threat maker. So they would just surround him with three people. They would foul constantly because this referee was incompetent. <laughs> just so clearly biased against us. It was crazy. And they didn't get any yellow cards until the very end of the game. Yeah. And then what they did was is they they overcrowded our midfield, right? They didn't really let Pedri or Gavi have a chance to create any havoc. And, and like you said, I do think Xavi got it wrong not starting Frankie de Jong, especially after we rested him in the first leg sure. and he didn't start. I thought, okay, we're giving him some rest because we want him to start the next, you know, next home leg for sure. And we just didn't. And, and uh. <laughs> no, I mean, the whole thing is it was smart on Frankfurt's part and it was bad on our part, right? It, there, there wasn't really anything we could do about it. Their team came out with such a ferocity and such an aggressive tactic to shut our midfield down, shut our wings down, shut our best players down, and we couldn't adjust. I also thought that coming into the second half after everything looked so chaotic, Mingueza was all over the place, we had the yellow cards, we didn't make great subs. And I think after Obama Yang not scoring uh, and they already had that lead, after Ferran Torres yeah, not right, scoring. Yeah, right when the second half started, yeah. right? Uh, Dembele had a great cross in and Aubameyang missed it. Sure. I was like, okay, he's not on his game tonight. Yeah. And then we just didn't make the changes early enough. We we did the Depay and Luke de Jong late in the game. Uh, it just wasn't good enough. Traore as well. Yeah, but that's... Uh, these are these subs are not supposed to change the game in the last ten minutes. Maybe Luke De Jong because he has that uh, under his belt, but not all these players, right? And so I think Javi got this wrong. All our players were not doing well. That's a hundred percent sure. But I don't think Javi made the appropriate subs, and he just seemed to. Like, you could see the frustration on the pitch, right? So many times, that's, I think it was the second goal that went in. Ter Stegen was furious. He's, he, his defense is crumbling right in front of him. He can't do anything about it. He's just the last man, the last line, and they're just constantly shooting on us. I think they had, like, at 1.8 shots against our one shot on goal. Araujo is out there on the third goal, grabbing the net when the third goal went in. He's upset. Just the pure frustration coming out of these players, knowing that it seems like they're helpless. seems like uh, every, everything has gone against them them including the referee right some of those calls um i was not happy with and i don't know man what like what is this going to show us for the future right we've had so much improvement this season we have so much um to look forward to but if we can't compete in european league games like uh, i don't know what to say anymore right like yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there there are some things that are becoming clear, right? Especially when I think about Pedro getting injured and Gavi having to start. Is like, okay, we've heard of Kessie having an agreement with our team. Sure. We've heard of other midfielders potentially coming. That is starting to make more and more sense. I think a, a lot of the, the parallels that we're seeing with the end of Xavi's season are very similar to the end of Komen's season in one unique way, which is we just don't have any depth. And, you know, whether it's the fact that Depay was injured and he had to start and stop his season, whether it's been the fact that... Um, you know, Dembele had a spell there where he was injured, whether it's PK getting injured, whether it's not having a, a, a backup for Jordi Alba or Busquets. It's just we we have these it's just it's it's literally a mirror of last season where we, we have this like midwinter, early spring resurgence, and then the minutes catch up to us because what, what Komen did and what Javi did is they kind of found the lineups that worked the best and then they just played those players as much as they could because that's all we had. And then we come up against European teams and, you know, someone goes down with an injury before or someone is, you know, having a bad game because, of, you know, their legs retired and, and then we just get screwed. 
And so I think, you know, what this is really telling me is, one, we need a lot more depth next season, uh, of course. Uh, and then you get into the age-old question that we're having is like, okay, there's so much focus on Holland or what type of attacker we can get. And you still look at that defense and you don't feel good, right? Even though Eric Garcia has been doing better. I mean, Eric Garcia is is an, is very close to becoming the new Langlet a little bit <laughs> in terms of like a player who has these bonehead mistakes. Sure. You know, you think back to the game last weekend and that I think it was the second penalty we gave mm-hmm. up was a handball by Eric Garcia. Now, it wasn't a, a horrendous mistake on his part, but then you look at this game, he's fouling a player inside the box in the second minute of a of a knockout game in the Europa League that we really need to win, and, and you start to wonder, okay, well, you know, is this going to be a rep- recurring pattern with him? Um, and, and you really just look at Araujo, and you look at Dembele, and you look at Gavi, and you look at those three as the players who throughout the game really gave it their all and who can be, you know, proud of their performance, even though Araujo does need to work on his striker PK, perf- uh, <laughs> you know, um, um, attempts. And and then, I, I don't know, what, what else can we learn from this game? I mean, clearly, the, the like we said at the beginning, the board needs to do something about the fans and making sure that we create a better home environment. I don't, I look at the Bernabeu against uh, Chelsea. I look at, you know, Old Trafford. I look at um, Anfield. And I see these games where, you know, these these huge storied home stadiums, just like the Camp Nou, and our, our atmosphere just can't match them. It just doesn't seem like we have the the fans or the infrastructure in place to create the type of environment that's intimidating, right? I feel like our players were, m- were more intimidated than their players were playing at the Camp Nou, which sure. is just crazy. Yeah. You s- everyone saw that clip, clip on social media before the game when they were reading out the Barca players and they were getting booed. <laughs> it's just like totally crazy to me. I mean, what do you take away as the main the main learning points for us going forward? Uh, we have a lot of work to do in terms of, you know, changing up tactics, I think, right? Because a lot of this game uh, and a lot of the, our previous games have been going down the wings. And, you know, if our sh- midfield is shut down, we seem to only have, instead of adjusting and figuring out what works, it seems like we just go to the wing and expect someone to do a cross and make something happen. But I don't think that is the best way to deal with these games, right? I think we need to have something more uh, to help mm-hmm. us open well, the pitch. Uh-huh. I mean, that kind of that kind of brings in my thought, too, mm-hmm. which is like we just how many times did we ever get a counterattack sure. in this game? Right. It seems like and of course, it's because Frank were playing in a way to make us, uh, you know, um, have the ball most of the time and then for them to cut out on their counterattack. But like Usman Dembele, I love him. And one of his best features is to go on the counter. And it just feels like a lot of our play in this game was was too rigid. It didn't see like it seemed like when Galatasaray or. Uh, when Frankfurt had a good game plan against us last game and we couldn't create much, we go into the first half uh, with some with the mistake of, I think, starting Gavi over Frankie de Jong, and then we see them play the exact same way, and we don't really make any adjustments. Sure. We didn't really do anything to try and alter our buildup or how we're getting the ball through. When it's clear they have like a you know five and four back line, and they're going to basically man-mark our midfield and, and strangle their space, and they're also going to not allow any of our wingers to create, it really screws us. And something I tweeted about before the game is that something that has been missing from our offense for the last you know two to three weeks here is Jordi Alba and Jordi Alba is always such a a huge player for us when things are going well offensively and I haven't seen him create not just in this game because I know how easy it is to meme Jordi in big games in Europe (laughs) and how he can't perform but it's been like that for the last few weeks and I you know I feel like that's that's somewhere where we're losing uh potential attack you know kind of our potential and and, you know that goes to the other other side too with the right back where Sergio Dest is coming back and I think we saw in this game how much we we missed him and how much better our our side is and we're balanced and we don't have someone like Oscar Mangueza <laughs> getting run around like a headless chicken. 
But with that use, I think that's all I got. Do you have any final thoughts before I tell the fans to subscribe, <laughs> like, comment? If you're on podcast, please go to YouTube.com and look up Barca Breakdown. Any final thoughts, use? <sighs> I'm looking for the future, Adam. Let's do this. Let's continue on a positive mindset. I know this was a downer game, but you know what would be happier? Smash that subscribe button, Adam, because that's what we but, need to do. And, uh-huh. you know, the, the twisted thing about this... <laughs> is that we're, we're so used to European losses that this one doesn't feel that bad, right? Like Liverpool, we were on the verge of a, a treble, and Messi had scored that crazy free kick in the first mm. leg where we thought we're going to for sure win a treble. Um, and, you know, after a loss like that, I'm kind of getting numb. <laughs> so, you know, I guess we'll have a good weekend, and we'll see you guys on Monday because we got a game on Monday. So talk to you guys later. Thanks, guys.